0: Welcome and welcome to the next beautiful week of the Zealand podcast. Actually, I shouldn't say that. My play-by-play broadcast teacher has told me that I use the word beautiful too much. What do you think, Reese?
1: Oh, well, I, I use the word beautiful a lot more than you, so I think I'm definitely in trouble. Why can't you use the word beautiful? It's
0: over-adjectiving. Not everything is beautiful and not every pass is sumptuous for broadcasting purposes anyways.
1: So is, it, is the idea that it's sort of taken a little bit away from something that is beautiful by saying it so often? Is that the, like the concept?
0: I suppose that would actually be the idea is you don't want to overblow it. But anyways, this is the Zealand podcast. It's not beautiful. It's it's above average because we don't want to blow anything out of proportion. <laughs> uh, I'm Zealand, that's Reese, the editor, if you don't know, of the YouTube channel does three videos a week, like a madman, but I am happy to report that from the last time we recorded one of these to now, the video schedule is much more healthy, I think, for all involved.
1: Absolutely. It's uh it's it's given a lot more structure, you know. I'm able to go on a walk and know what I'm doing when I get back, you know, the classic stuff. But um but yeah, it's been brilliant, I think. I think I've started to build a better sleep schedule and stuff. And I think it's probably helpful for you two with everything you've got uh going on, you know, you've got your deadlines, you've got your time, and you can schedule f and out right? It's nice, but it also gets a little confusing, because I tend to forget
0: what <laughs> video is coming out on what day, because the new video schedule is, we, we have videos come out on Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday. So the, those are the three basic video times. There's two other editors, there's IOL, and then there's Sam, who are both available for side projects for fourth videos in a week, and usually they alternate, so there's usually a fourth video. A week. Even though I don't think there's one this week, Sam is working on a longer project with the AFCON video. But for a video, say on Monday, it's due on Wednesday of the previous week. Friday. And see, so you, you can imagine. What? So a Monday video is due on Friday, right? No, the Monday. No, 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 no. The That's how we did it before is the video coming out Monday morning would be turned in on Friday. But right now... We already have the video for Saturday done we're recording this on a Friday we already have the video for Saturday done I know because we're going to talk about it the video for Monday has already been submitted and you're already editing it so I'm about to turn in today I'm oh, recording the see, video that- I
1: was I was thinking my turn in not yours yeah, you see this is mine is more confusing <laughs> because I'm turning the videos
0: in like five days six days before they come out sometimes just just to keep it in line so yeah you Basically, the video is done two days before it comes out, which allows us a lot of time in a healthy sense, not only to be ahead. So for things like the Squarespace integration, you, have, you usually have to turn the video in like two days before so that they can eventually watch it and be like, yep, the integration looks good. Uh, and also it gives us a lot of time to edit and work with the video. It also allows Reese to map out when the videos are coming in and get some sleep, which is we've well-documented, we suck at getting sleep. (laughs) So I, I, am liking it so far. I just can't, I cannot for the life of me, remember what video is supposed to be done at what time sometimes like I'm getting that far ahead was impressive in itself. And we've maintained being that far ahead so far.
1: Yeah I think I think what's uh important is just sort of sticking to you know that that sort of being ahead and having the documentation we have and like we've tried to sort of document as much as possible like we've got two different schedules on the go you know we've got the main one which has got overpacked information and then you know like your one which is a more sort of simplified easy to look at version obviously with Isles help the uh the spreadsheet master over there um <laughs> to try and like obviously equal things out but it can get confusing right you know with uh how many sort of videos we are ahead how many slots we are ahead and how many sort of things you've got going on because as i say like right now i'm working on doing uh, like sort of adjustments to the previous video which was You know handed in yesterday or the day before or whatever at the same time as working on the next one and it's it's super interesting but i say having that schedule is just it's just awesome because it gives you it gives you a a much clearer idea and you're able to actually plan things out which is usually a rarity in what we do right
0: the actual planning actual organization i i still am bad at working with alizak to get the thumbnails done in time i usually (laughs) still get those like the thumbnail for the video that's coming out tomorrow is still being worked on i'm bad at getting those done on time but it will be done. the video will be packaged and it will come out on time. He attempts to convince himself. The video that comes <laughs> yeah the, the the video that comes out tomorrow though is is a new type of video. And the reason that you know we talk about it now is because this podcast is probably going to come out tomorrow after this video is already live. And that is a, a, an event that happened about a week and a half ago where Ollie Dixon, who's Chris MD's cousin.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: Cousin? I, I don't know. Uh, that That is, of course, probably what's at the top of his business card. But he's also, he's got his own YouTube channel, does well, and was playing some football manager and mentioned me. And so Nat, I got pinged by a bunch of people, said, do you know who Ollie Dixon is? He mentioned you in a video. And I'm like, oh. And so I, I decided to go over and be, everybody's vain Like when somebody tells you that 20 times, excuse me, chair. When somebody tells you that twenty times, you you go watch it. But I figured, and I'd had this video idea on my video idea sheet for probably a year, and I'd had it with various people, like I had it with Nepenthes, I had it with FNG on my on my video idea sheet, was to watch people play Football Manager and critique them, essentially, not be like a huge jerk about it, but just watch them play Football Manager and kind of laugh and, and and provide some criticism. And we finally done it. And you're the one you're the only other one besides me that's actually seen it. How do you think it came out?
1: I I think it's really, really good. I think what's what's really interesting for me is it was a big eye opener. And I know this seems like a sort of a, a weirder sort of transition, but I think the video itself, it was super entertaining to to watch. But it was also a big eye opener in terms of like reaction type content to other people. Um because for me from the editing perspective this was probably one of our biggest reviews right one of the things that like we've got a lot of changes on or whatever and i think it was really interesting because there was so many funny moments you know where you were reacting or you know you've got funny moments within all these video itself and i think those sort of blended together were great but it's the the problem of you know when you're watching somebody else's video that that can sometimes take what like 40 50 minutes oh yeah um, it was a
0: lot of raw footage
1: Exactly. And I think cutting that down, I think that's going to end up like I'm super confident. I love videos like this where, you know, when I say I send you one and it's like, say, 25 minutes and then we're like, right, let's just take a hatchet to this. And usually after you've hatched it, you just end up with like pure content. I, I hate to use the word, but that's it. Right. You end up with a video, which is obviously the one that I'm working on. Before and after this podcast, now so that condensed sort of version of it, it's it's gonna be super super entertaining. I think you get a mix of you get some information in there, you know, you get some tips and tricks, you get some humor, you know, from both sides. Ollie being funny, you being fully funny, taking the mick out of each, like each other sort of thing. Like it's like a it's a good joke because I say that where he mentions you, you know. He can obviously have a bit of a joke with you, and then you can sort of have your little joke back, which doesn't usually happen when you're watching videos, right? And uh, I thought it was, a, I thought it was a, a really, really good video and a good sort of step in that direction. But as I say, an interesting challenge for me having to cut a video within a video, which I'd never really thought about before, which was weird. It's the biggest
0: challenge that I don't think anybody thinks about, because when you watch the end product, the final video, it paces itself. And you're like, oh, yeah, it's just you, you're just kind of going along. What do you need to understand when you're watching these videos? You don't need to understand this. What you can understand about these videos when you watch them, though, is that I watch the entirety of both of these videos. I watch two of his videos. And most of the time, I'm just sitting there watching the video, maybe laughing at something that he did, right? There's nothing for me to add to offer. And so the video that was initially turned in for review is like 26 minutes and the key to the hatching this stuff down is it pure content. I think it's it's pure pacing, because what's so difficult and so underrated about these videos is the difference between you watching one of these videos and being like, ah, oh, this wasn't a good idea; it's boring, and watching one of these videos and being, like, oh, this is a great idea; this is just hilarious. Like, it's just nonstop. You know, is the pacing and being able to kind of keep a story together while getting to all the actual important things that you need to kind of hit on the pacing is the art of editing you want to be a good editor it's pacing
1: Absolutely. And I think doing that in a, in a way that feels natural too, right? Because what needs to sort of be understood is once I, once all the, you know, like the blank spaces have been cut out and I just had either Ollie talking or you talking, that's all I had. I had around 40 minutes, right? You get that down to 26 and then from 26, you get it down to like, you know, hopefully under 20 or whatever. But the whole idea is that even though you've gone from 40 to under 20, you're still trying to tell the same story without people feeling like they missed anything and that's where the the pacing really comes in right keeping it at a pace where you're constantly sort of moving through the story as well as not feeling like you're missing anything that's been cut and it, it really always uh it makes it makes a huge difference understanding that and i think that's something that you can really tell between you know somebody who maybe is just starting out and somebody who's been doing it for a long time is the pacing and i think it's something that If you know about it, if you, if you sort of know what you're looking for, you'd really notice it. And that's the difference a lot of the time between what I'd say is more like an amateur video or more like somebody who's been more experienced doing it. Right. And I think it's important that we as a team consistently work on that. Right. I think it's, uh, Something that we've got much, much better at over time for sure. Like we used to do thirty minute videos right at the start, right? Oh man. Oh, I'm the
0: one I remember an infamous video that ended up actually popping off in spite of its length was the top twenty five hidden wonder kids in FM twenty was forty two minutes long. (laughs) That's that is nightmare fuel. Speaking of nightmare fuel, it's time for a break. something else that happened as we transition away from talking about you know the videos the ollie dixon video and the finer points of editing which is what i'm considering changing this name the name of this podcast to, because we do talk about the editing a lot and i profess to not being an expert on this subject and i don't think weirdly enough i don't think you would either i feel like this is just a learning process for sure but i we we need to talk about something because you want to talk about it and and i tweeted about this when was it two weeks ago i got recognized in public for the first time and i'll just let you ask the question
1: well it's literally like i've been waiting i've specifically said don't tell me i want to save it for the podcast i want to hear the story and i want to know about the experience of uh you being recognized for the first time because i know we've been we've spoke about it a few times and when it will happen because of the whole sort of pandemic situation and I really want to know the story. So go on Zealand, hit me with it. What was it like? The
0: transition from, it was not nearly as transcendent as I expected or kind of, uh, I I don't have a word. It wasn't nearly as explosive. Yeah, I wasn't skipping home like, oh my God, this is unbelievable, (laughs) what just happened. I was, so I obviously go to school at Syracuse as a grad student and part in part of that is i'm a teacher's assistant for the undergraduate classes which is basically like freshman sophomore junior senior that sort of stuff i i the senior class at syracuse does a newscast uh they have a newscast class where once a week they put together a whole news show i mean like producers can't you know producers uh packages like all the content all of the decisions about where it goes they put together a newscast and we kind of help them uh as teacher's assistants and so the f- second graded one that they're doing they every, ever everything's set up i help with the weather so i take the camera out to go do the weather right i have my AirPods in my ears i'm talking to the control room like okay five four three two one you're live and the dude does his weather shot from outside the studio and then we pack up the the equipment we bring it back in we put it all the way right we do this whole newscast uh, in, the, my, in my alternative life where I'm just living as a normal human being. And we've completed the whole newscast, and it, they do two in a day. So they, they do one newscast day a week, and they do two at like it's you know, 4 and 4.45, a uh, 30-minute newscast or whatever. And so they they do the first newscast, and then we, we get ready to go out and do the weather for the second newscast. But the producers and like the backroom staff for the first newscast are done. Like you don't have to do that for both newscasts because you're spending all day preparing that one. And so they finish and they start kind of walking out as I'm walking out to go shoot the next weather shot with the new weather guy. I I call them weather boy. Um, I just like walk into the newsroom and go weather boy and somebody will be like, I'm doing it today. And then I just grab them and go out with all the equipment. Very on brand, you know, there's, I, I am, I, it's hard to fake who you are on Twitch for 85 million hours, but, um, uh, I'm walking out the door with the weather equipment and the producer, like the lead director, producer of the four o'clock show just kind of like is walking out with me and we're the only two people there, the weather guys like lagging behind or whatever. And he just opens the door and he kind of like, he's just like, Hey man, love the streams. I'm just like, (laughs) excuse me? Like, huh? And that that was it. And then he just left. Mysterious. Yeah, we talked about it a lot more the next day, but it's not like... The relationship is not like streamer fan. It was more just like, oh, can you put like... Can you you remember were you there for that live sports save and he was like yeah totally you know we're like we had those conversations the next tuesday right you, where he was we were just standing there was, oh you know what my favorite live sports save was i was like what he was like that asian cup where thailand won i'm like oh dude i know that was amazing right it, the, like it wasn't this you know oh would you like an autograph like this sort of thing we're just we just became friends he was just kind of standing there and we would just talk about that stuff and he's a huge arsenal fan and so we talk about that and yeah, it, it's funny.
1: What's cool for me is I think, you know, knowing you for like near the last year or so right now, you know, you've you've sort of had these very separated lives, right? You know, like the, it's the fact that meeting that person, that's, that's like, what, is that the first time outside of the sort of the Zealand realm or whatever that you've really just sort of spoke to somebody about this sort of thing? Because as I say, it, it's from what I know, at least you have, very very separated lives like outside of the recording room we'll say you know it's not really like something that's maybe discussed as much or you don't sort of have those asian cup type conversations so what was that what was that sort of what was that like
0: it, ugh, it's not too
1: weird they're the
0: friends that i have in syracuse i know i know he has friends <laughs> there we go i uh, know the friends i have it so like they know that i stream and they kind of understand the vague concept of what it is right and they know that i'm fairly successful at it because i will like cancel other things because i have to stream or i have to record a video or whatever and i have yeah. to cite it as a reason every once in a while usually usually though in an effort to keep it completely separated i say i've work. i call like i because that's something people understand like obviously, yeah. it doesn't, you know, streaming on Twitch is just something that I really enjoy. Recording YouTube videos sometimes is something I really enjoy. Sometimes the scripting and reviewing, like, process is not, it's not my favorite thing in the world. But I love all of it writ large anyways. But that's just something people understand. It's when they're like, oh, can you meet now? And I'm like, no, I have work. And then that's the end of the conversation. Like, nobody, you know, if you go, no, I have to record a video for my YouTube channel that actually talks a lot. Like, you don't do that so I think unintentionally I've kind of kept it more separated because of I just appreciate the ease in conversation when I get something at Starbucks I use the name Jeff so nobody asks me questions about my name just because I'd hate you know (laughs) like like, I would just rather not explain the whole thing every time and it's the same with the streaming and YouTubing so I just I have work okay and then they're like oh all right, cool where do you work if they ask that then I have no choice but most of the time they don't they just like assume that they're already supposed to know where I work. Humanity's kind of funny sometimes. Um, uh, I feel like there's a
1: there's a level of validation that sort of is required after explaining, right? It's it's sort of similar with oh, me. the like validation the is the thing. money
0: every time. It shouldn't be, but it is. Yeah, it's, well, it, c- it,
1: it's it's sort of it's sort of weird because the, the way it, the way it works and it's the same sort of thing for me as i i use the exact same thing funnily enough um i'll say work right but when you do have to explain it you as you just said you do tend to have to validate with the money because everyone like you know a lot of people are like oh yeah i make youtube videos and stuff and you know a lot of people who may do it on the side but to sort of explain to somebody that no no this is my like actual job (laughs) you know you do have to sort of validate it which is weird because you don't really do that with other other sort of professions right it's not like oh i'm in it but you know like it's they do pay me enough like i i I can't afford rent doing it you know like you don't have to sort of do that whereas obviously you're doing this profession right it's super interesting i'm not a truther for it though
0: because nobody goes well i'm 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 in it and then your first thought is like yeah but are you just in it as a hobby or like is that what you really want to do if you say you know like if you yeah. say you're in it everybody's like okay you work for a firm you're doing you know nobody's yeah. like well i'm a freelance contractor it guy you know it's we're waiting for it to take off right now i'm really trying to gain the seo of the it world you know like you don't end yeah. up with that so i i completely understand because we all know those people who I who I would affectionately call wannabe influencers right I don't consider myself an influencer if I have influence over you please remove yourself from my influence <laughs> but like, these people that like do they like, post on Instagram five times a day and they're just like hey you know um, and they're trying to like sell you some sort of hair product because they're in some you know, marketing scheme that's going to end up losing them a bunch of money. Like, you, you know, these, I have a very specific person in mind, clearly, but you know, these <laughs> general types of people. And that's what society is conditioned to think of when you're like, oh, I'm a YouTuber. It's like, okay. And then, and then there's three, there's kind of three gears you're in. You're either the YouTuber that no, the, the YouTuber that is grinding, quote unquote, but not really anywhere yet then you're where i'm at and then you're like where chris md is at where you're in you know an actual celebrity i feel like those are the three gears that people understand in terms of explaining what you do and so i always just i like i'm always just oh it pays my rent and then people get the idea they're like okay so you're making enough money to be able to do this and then they just leave you alone some I mean I'm assuming if I was them I'd be curious if I was them I would pull up the channel and be like oh and then close it and not care but that that's essentially that's essentially it so but only a few friends here know that that's what I do really
1: uh, going uh, just quick circle back to the you know like somebody recognizing as well since we last spoke i have had two people who have done the exact same thing as the first person we spoke about which again if you if you didn't hear that story that was literally just a case of somebody that i know a friend of mine who basically was a fan of yours but didn't know who i was and i've had two of those since and it's always you as well because obviously for anyone who doesn't know i also work with i work with iron as well um but for this, it's, it seems to always be you, and it's always, like, in this case, it was one of my all-time best friends, literally messaged me the other day, hadn't spoken to him in a while, and he was literally like, Dude. I've been watching Zealand videos (laughs) and he's like, I've only just realized that you're Reese. Cause like I was thinking, ha ha that editor dude's funny. And I like, I think he might've just been, you know, having my back a little bit, but obviously, you know, the, the relationship between us where I'll make jokes out of you. And he was like, I really enjoyed the videos. He was like, I watched a few FM videos. None of them really caught on. And then I watched one Zealand video and I was hooked. And he was like, and I've been literally watching nothing but Zealand video for the last like three, four days. And he's like, and I've just clocked on that at you. Cause I knew you, did edit him but i wasn't exactly sure who for and stuff and uh and that same sort of story has happened three times now which is really really I weird under,
0: i'm under the impression because the, the youtube channel right the viewership of the youtube channel is like eight nine percent u.s which is the second mm-hmm. highest to credit the united states with no advertising of football manager or anything um but I did. I wore my football manager jersey that they send me with like the Zealand on the back. I wore that yesterday. I wear it all the time and nobody recognizes what it is. You know, nobody on the street knows my name is Zealand for obvious reasons. Like it just looks like some sort of <laughs> soccer jersey. And the dude getting my milkshake was like, You play FM? And I was like, What? <laughs> that was the first time that ever happened, but it was the same thing. It was like, Oh, I played FIFA and then my friend just found this game. It was the exact same story where the only way you find football manager is individual will. Like it's not advertised in the U S at all. So full credit Mm -hmm. to the U S for having 9% of the YouTube viewership. And then it's very diffuse over the rest of the planet, like where people watch the YouTube channel from, but 38% of the YouTube channel is obviously in the only spot where football manager is marketed like Britain, England in in particular. And so I am under the impression that if I just went strolling through London for an hour. I would probably get recognized once.
1: Well, it, it, it really needs to be put in perspective, right? Is that, you know, a lot of FM players, and this is the way I look at it, um, you know, you've got the core people who play FM. But like 90% of the UK, and that's obviously just a random number that I've plucked out of my head. But in terms of the way I know, like if I go and speak to most people, they're fully into football. Everyone I know loves football. And you've got the core audience of sort of FM who play it all the time, which is obviously a small amount of the people who enjoy football. Now, all of the people who enjoy football tend to try FM at some point. And what's interesting is now, if you do go to YouTube and you're wanting to try FM, you're right there in the mix of videos that you might click on, right? So the percentage of somebody at least seeing you a few times Even if it's not something they necessarily stick to because as I say a a larger proportion of sort of people in the UK or at least from my perspective don't play FM quite as uh, quite as as much but a lot of those people would have seen sort of your videos and I think that's sort of what's happening with people that I know sort of seeing your videos you know people that play FM for a little bit like my my good friend that I was talking about uh, he got it on his switch I think. He was just sort of just wanted to play a bit of a portable game, gets to play a bit of a football game or whatever, and then obviously got hooked on your videos. So I think it's super interesting because I feel like a lot of people would sort of recognize you because you are a recognizable name in one of the most commonly played games. It's just that not everybody sticks to the game, right? Which is sort of a difference with FIFA. People tend to stick with that one a little bit more in terms of the bigger numbers, right? But, But yeah, I think... That's what I'm noticing more than anything and random people coming up to me like, are you the guy who's editing for, <laughs> for Zealand? Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's uh, like
0: the, well, because your face isn't on it a lot, you know, so you're never no. going to go to the grocery store and somebody be like,
1: oh my God.
0: But no, your name is there. So it's people that know you and they're like,
1: wait a second. Yeah, <laughs> it's the connection, right? It's the, okay, so I know Reese is an editor for some like football YouTuber or something. And this guy's Reese the Editor. Oh, Reese's Instagram name is Reese the Editor. Hold on. And they just sort of <laughs> puzzle it. And that's why it usually takes like it takes like, for example, in this case, this is one of my all-time best friends. Like, you know, I literally used to live with this guy. And I think that's why it took him only a couple of days to put it together. But as I said, it had other people who watched you for months without realizing. So it's 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 super interesting, but it's also super, super weird. Like it's it's the way people sort of make those connections and i say you are pretty, I, I, I would say pretty well known because a lot of my mates know who you are without me. Hey, I work for Zealand, you know, like I've never really done that, I've never really posted and like thrown it around everywhere and a lot of people have sort of, I say a lot of three at the moment but people that I know, people that I'm close to have found me through you, which is weird. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well we are the fourth biggest football manager YouTube in the world at the moment. Soon, hopefully to be three. I don't I don't know how the trends work out obviously over time. But it's been an enjoyable uh to journey. The one that'll really be transcendent for me is obviously we're like FM Scout, I think is second in terms of size of football manager youtubes and that's a that's a youtube channel that two and a half years ago i made my first youtube video for i made like 4 fm scout at the time yeah and i remember being like oh you know this is this is huge i've made it i'm on fm scout and now with an oppor- there's an opportunity and you know, trends hold basically to pass fm scout and be the second biggest football manager youtube channel in the world be be nuts be nuts One more break, I think. On the subject of conquering the world, Reese, we have the pod this podcast network, which obviously encompasses the Zealand podcast, where it's usually us hanging out. Even though alcott was fantastic to have last week.
1: Absolutely. That was that was an absolutely brilliant one. Anyone who hasn't watched that uh, listen to that even, definitely go give that one a listen. Very, very good,
0: interesting. Well, it, very, particularly interesting for you because we had, like, a 40-minute conversation between your segments. Yeah,
1: I was I was tempted just to leave that in, Honestly, I was like, shall I just leave this <laughs> But Yeah, it was, know,
0: um, it, it was... I mean, there were just... I'm sure we had a couple of hot takes that we wouldn't have wanted to give out to the public in that well, particular yeah. conversation. But the 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 overall feeling was that we were just um, we, I, it was legitimately f- like between the first and second break we filmed with Alcott was a 40 minute conversation about everything i mean just r- rambling conversation so it was it was not hard to uh, to force a conversation for 25 minutes or however long the podcast was
1: there was a really good vibe there naturally i think you know you started off you you do the sort of normal start or whatever and i think you just sort of hit a connection where you were just sort of just vibing literally and i think you know that 40 minutes it was like a long conversation but to be honest the same sort of things were pretty much summarized at the end it was just it was a classic rambly type conversation where you just go on on a point forever right and i think you did tend to summarize it so i don't think people really miss too much but it was uh it was super awesome, super super natural. And I think that's that's what I'd love the, the Zealand podcast to be. You know, it's just a mix of right. sometimes it's gonna be me and you sitting here chilling, talking about the channel, and sometimes it's gonna be other people coming on and talking about their channels and the mix of your channel and stuff, and uh, I
0: think it was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. maybe we get Ollie on if he if he doesn't hate me after critiquing his, his play. But that, <laughs> it's not the only thing we have going. We have the, the twenty good minutes podcast, which a lot of people have really have really taken to is the one a week between Ben and I, uh, who loathe- loathing loathingly, uh, begrudgingly have great chemistry. And so we must, we are forced to spend time <laughs> together every week uh, for, for, <laughs> I don't know if we've ever actually put this in the podcast, but what we always say is uh, the podcast is called 20 Good Minutes because we, we post 40 minutes for you, but you can pick out the 20 good minutes. It's like 40 average minutes. <laughs> And then you get to pick out the twenty good minutes that you want to like listen to. But there's two other ones that are that are lesser known, I would say, because one I've only recorded one episode of each, and that would be Armchair History, which is already live, which I really love, honestly. That that's my that's,
1: I love that one too. By the way, I, sorry to sort of just jump in there, but like for for me. That was one that I was just, like, so, I was, like, really, really interested in it. Because that's just you telling stories, dude, you know? Like, it's literally you telling real-life historical stories. You're on your own, you're just telling it the way you do, and I just want to big up that one, big up that one. That's fire. If you, Even if you don't like history, I'm not a history person. Very, very good. Um, I love that one. Well, it's cause I, I noticed, those. I noticed something on
0: the <laughs> yeah, Well, um, hopefully this Sunday I'm, I'm pr- prematurely setting it up to be able to do it this Sunday. Um, but hopefully w- w- more people will be able to catch that because it's something that when I do it on stream, a lot of people tend to enjoy. And I just noticed that and I, it became this passion project of, I love explaining history to people because I'm a history major. My dad's a history major. My brother is a history major from university, like from out of college, full degree, history major. Um, and so I grew up in history, understanding it, loving it, because it's just, you know, it's, it's a TV show, but real life. Yeah. And if you don't like history, it's because you had somebody boring explain it to you that made you memorize a bunch of dates and didn't tell you the cool stories. And so I, on stream, will go on these tangents just because... I can, you know, I used to have a redemption, which I had to remove in the chat for obvious <laughs> reasons where you could spend one channel point, which is absolutely nothing. I mean, that's like 10 seconds of viewership gets you a channel point. And I would give you a fun historical fact. This obviously backfired at some point because then people like demanded 2000 and fun historical facts. We spent a while it turned there. into
1: a history stream, right? Yeah,
0: it turned into a history stream, but <laughs> I, that I... We had that, and I, I tend to get distracted on all these different tangents, probably once a stream where we go down some historical rabbit hole, and people really enjoyed it. They'd be like, oh, I never knew that. And, you know, it's not me just, like, being smarter than people. It's, oh, I, you know, I was never interested in history before. I didn't care about it, but that is cool. You know, because it's not like, well, what date did the Battle of Waterloo happen, and who were the commanders of this battle? Which, you know, that's not what people care about. Now, Julius Caesar's love life... That is interesting. Like, you know, Alexan- Like, what happened right after Alexander the Great died is better than any soap opera that's ever been on TV, where all these people were, like, fighting over all these different pieces of land and, like, all these different fake things. Like, they would pretend Alexander was still alive, and they would ride over to some place and be like, by Alexander's decree, this land is mine. And they'd be like, you sure? And he's like, yeah, bro. And then two days later, they'd be like, Alexander is dead. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> you know, like all the think- just nuts things that they did to try and divide up his empire. I'm going to start to get distracted again, but that's the point, And that's why Armchair History is fun is to give you this background of knowledge so that you can sit there and have a conversation with your friend and actually hold your own. And the first episode is about Sparta. And if you listen to that, then you have a basic understanding of what it was like to grow up in Sparta and why they were crazy SOBs, basically.
1: I think what's what's really important for me is it's really important to understand that I've never been into history. Like, I am the dumbest when it comes to history. I never took an interest in school. I never took an interest out of school. So I was, history was sort of just nothing to me. I think the, the main reason was in school is we were taught how to pass the history test and not, as you say, told stories. Now, what was interesting to me is I just felt like we were just talking about, you know, the football on the weekend. It, it was just a... The, the podcast was just a really casual chat just you know this is a really cool story and you literally tell it like a story while also learning history and i think you got that got that spot on so five and stars it, from me there's my official rating thank you
0: <laughs> it's uh, it is, it's not <laughs> like a bait and switch either you know i'm not like <laughs> i'm gonna cover this shot of like <laughs> of medicine and, and fun stories so that you have to learn history it's like i legitimately just find the stories super interesting the next one is about the uh the people that stopped the advance of the Roman Empire. So not the Roman Empire, people have beat that to death. You know, I'm probably never going to do one about Julius Caesar, maybe about his love life, because fascinating. Or the fact that he was a completely irrelevant human being until he turned like 45, which when you're talking ancient world, is super old. So if you feel like you haven't accomplished anything, just keep in mind the fact that even Julius Caesar was just not he was completely irrelevant until he turned like 40, and now he's one of the most famous people in the history of the world because of what he did after he turned 40. So it's never too I, late.
1: I absolutely owe you a channel point because that is a random history fact that I did not know. I had no idea. <laughs> Lesson so, learned.
0: Alexander the Great was uh, conquering half the world by the time he was 18. Julius Caesar was bankrupt. And like married with one kid and living a fairly normal life when he was 40 years old. And then it just blew up. You know, wow. see, so he went viral in a, in a four, <laughs> 10 years later, he's getting like stabbed to death because he's, you know, the dictator of Rome, which wasn't supposed to happen. Uh, fun times for him. The last podcast, <laughs> the last podcast is the What's Your Story, which is an, uh, the other passion project which I do a lot of podcasts. I talk a lot, right? I've been on a lot of other podcasts. I stream on Twitch. I make YouTube videos. I am talking a lot. But what I've always felt like I was comfortable doing and I enjoyed doing was interviewing people, not in the type of way that, like, when Alcott comes in the Zealand podcast, it's very much, we're talking about stuff. I'm not interviewing him about his life. What's Your Story is expressly there for me to shut up and to interview interesting people about their lives. The first episode has been recorded for a while. Uh, it's with Dr. Benji and we, we get deep about his life and what it's been like and where he is now. And it's super, super cool. Um, we're doing the second episode with G. The, the first one will come out after we record the second episode with FNG. Uh, we have to get all the mechanisms set up for it to publish a bunch of different places. But it is, you've heard it, it's amazing.
1: Yeah, I think to give you Reese's review, there was my jingle, um, for that one as well. (laughs) I think what was really, really interesting about this, and again, sort of joking about the fact that, you know, you're naturally a talker. It was so interesting because I think although you talk less, I think this podcast shows your talents at their best, which is you say a lot without saying a lot while also sort of making people feel comfortable to say a lot themselves, right? And, and what I sort of mean by that is it does feel like a conversation, but with 85% the other person talking, but the way you sort of connect those conversations on was, was brilliant. And I said, like, I've I've heard a lot of podcasts. Um, I try and listen to a lot of podcasts within the community, which means that I've heard a lot with uh, with Ben on, I've heard a lot with yourself on. And I think what was really interesting about this one is it wasn't your cliche, like questions and it wasn't like the cliche sort of interview it was more of a like really getting to know the person which i i found really interesting and the moment i heard this i i just i sent you a list right i'm like i want this person on it i want this person on it i want to know all their secrets zealand um <laughs> but well, it's, it's that's one of those. One of the ones
0: it's... that we're super excited about is the uninterviewable iron who i've managed to befriend just because you edit for both of us he's an <laughs> awesome dude is we're, we're gonna have him on at some point when he's not streaming for 20 straight hours so i'm really looking forward to that yeah
1: well that that one would be awesome. And I think what's cool about that is, you know, the amount of people that have tried to sort of get hold of Iron. Iron is the most closed person online. Like the dude doesn't upload a picture of himself. You you literally the only thing you know about him is what you see through Twitch. He's turned down interviews from I can't go on and say names, but very big companies. And I think what's, what's going to be super interesting is just having that sit down and chat. Because again, what's, what's interesting is you have that effect where, you know, you can just chat like friends and let, um, let him sort of tell his stories too. And I think that's exactly where the name comes from, right? It's what is your story? And, and that's, and that's a a super, super interesting podcast. still, that's one you can sit down to and you just learn things you never sort of expected to learn about people and, I thought it was brilliant again five stars out of five stars for reese no favoritism here at all maybe a little bit but it's truly five stars out of five stars look forward to that one too
0: Now uh, reese is the harshest critic and so if, uh, I, if I send the podcast to reese and he doesn't go this kind of sucks then it then it's a five which is good <laughs> that's that is full victory mode if we get to that point okay uh the inception of using this podcast to talk about other podcasts but i think it's i think it's important because obviously the zealand podcast and 20 good minutes are like the flagships of this podcast network that we're kind of getting rolling uh they're they're very on brand i mean we literally sit here and if you watch the youtube videos and you just want to cons like hang out with us more this is where to go right but then the other passion projects i think the diversity of zealand's brain uh <laughs> wow, that was I I didn't even write that down. That sounded fantastic. <laughs> okay, Reese, thank you. I'll see you next week.
1: Bye-bye. Um, bye-bye, everyone else. <laughs>